Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Okay, and here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jonathan Butler! Another way, and when I look at you, 
And like I said, this past week we had Bo, who unfortunately continued his uh, tradition of uh, not playing live, as he hasn't played live in almost 25 years. But he did uh, show up and thank the artist and the fans, and it was a really special night. So that was the story behind that specific song. If uh, For those who want to kind of see who else performed, and we had Ed Sheeran and Bronford, Branford Marcellus and Keb Moe and Amos Lee and Michael McDonald, Gregory Porter, Lettucey, Kathy Matea, Alo Black, Anthony Hamilton, Dr. John, and uh, Bill's daughter, Corey Withers. As you can see, it was a pretty respectful list of artists who are all um, came on board to honor Bill and to raise some important money. That's for amazing. Day. That's amazing. Well, who wasn't there? <laughs> well, good question. I mean, really, you weren't there. You're in California. One of the many things. One of the many things people miss when they're not in New York, stuff like this. See, you you always but have female? every time you you do that uh, uh, tribute to a famous artist. You always have a great lineup of musicians. You know, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, we have we, we have a couple you know, of we, things going our way. I mean, it, it, it's Carnegie Hall, and you know, it's such a, a historic, legendary uh, venue right. that we yeah. have that going for us. And it just it, it's it's a great vibe, and it's it's a great opportunity to honor. Uh, you know, I'm sure you all know every, every, behind every musician, no matter how successful they are, um, they all come from somewhere. They all heard their music somewhere. They all you know, got inspired by someone, and uh, it really brings the best out of them. And they do it for almost really no money whatsoever. So you could definitely That's eliminate amazing. any any wrong yeah. reason of doing it, and just for the love of music, and you know, honoring mm-hmm. some folks who who came before them. That, 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 a, that's that's so cool. Uh, I was going to ask you about this tribute night. Actually, uh, it's tomorrow night with. Uh, tribute to the legendary Chuck Berry. What is that going to be about? Um, well, you know, Chuck is, is again, w- one of the my all-time favorites. Uh, we have the multi-talented Teddy Thompson, uh, Richard and Linda Thompson's son, who plays at City Winery around the country regularly. Um, yeah. You know, he, has, he actually fits in what he normally does. He has a side project called Pound Cake, which is kind of his yep. ultra ego, uh, where he plays right. these rockabilly classics. And, um, you know, it's just another another aspect of what we try to do at City Winery. You know, it's not just these kind of plain touring artists. We, we, we don't mind rolling our sleeves up and, and actually working together with the artists to create some really unique programming, sourcing from all the great talent that lives in New York, um, who, again, just want to honor someone who... who who they love a lot, and it's just a really fun uh, opportunity. I mean, it's always interesting to see not only what song the artists choose to do, but how they choose to perform it. You know, it's it's right. we, we we try to encourage anyone in these tributes that we do or benefits that we do. We encourage them to kind of give them their own flavor. You know, we don't want we don't want it to sound exactly like the original. You know, this is not a a cover band. This is just more of a, a tribute, which you know is, That's is a big difference. Weekend? Yeah, That's this is yeah, right? actually tomorrow, Holly. It's tomorrow night. Uh huh. You know, but, we you should know, do I was really quickly. Ask you also, what about what about Spencer? in residency? You you have a thing called in residency where you have uh, specific artists. Uh... Well, again, you know, we're 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 lucky to have these these great relationships with these artists, but in all of our markets. And and for those who don't know, we currently have 
New York, Chicago, Nashville, and Napa, with a couple more opening uh, later next year, which I could elaborate later. But um, residency is basically uh, when an artist comes and either performs multiple nights in a row or plays once a week uh, for, for a few weeks. And, uh, again, in the markets that we have, city wineries, we're lucky to have some great talent that, that lives there. So, in, for example, in New York, um, we've done residencies anywhere from with Steve Earle to Suzanne Vega to Mark Cohen uh, to Joseph Arthur to Rhett Miller. And, it's um, again, it's a great opportunity for people to uh, – for the artists to kind of each time do something a little different – and really uh, continue working while they're still at home. You know, Steve has a small kid, and sometimes he wants to get off the road. And so he says, you know, just because I'm off the road doesn't mean I can't take a, a three-minute stroll down in the West Village and, and, and come play a show at City Winery and, and and put my kid to bed at 1030 when the show's over. So, um, well, What's interesting about that, Shlomo, is that these artists that are in residency, which I've been to, they bring on acts that open up for them that are also interesting artists that no one's ever seen a lot. You know what I'm saying? They're in, they're new. That's very interesting that open too. for them. Yeah. 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 I think I think as, as as a venue we do have the responsibility to to continue and expose new and emerging artists. I mean we're we're in a kind of rough situation where you know we're a 300 capacity venue and and uh, I think there is a room. In each market, for some small rooms to to have uh, artists perform on their own as a headliner. But when you when you come and you want to play City Winery, we 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 don't make it that easy on people because we do need we you know we are for profit and we need to fill the room. So having uh, kind of large or big national touring acts like Steve come and 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 really expose his crowd to someone we all feel is a good fit. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just another great way um, uh, to get the new music, uh, you know, forefront and, and, and in front of these people. So um, it, it's something that I think both the artists and uh, us, the talent buyers of the venues, enjoy a lot. Um, it's really kind of combing through the hundreds of uh, solicitations and submissions that we get from artists who, who really want to play our room and, and f- trying to find the right fit. Yeah. You know what we should do really quick um, before we go any further is let everyone know what the website is. It's citywinery.com, and they do have multiple locations, um, New York City, Chicago, Napa, Nashville, and Atlanta. And um, I wanted to do that really quick because you, I know, Spence, you've spent so much time there seeing so many amazing people, and so many of our friends have played there. So... We want to talk about that. And Shlomo, you've been on the show a couple times, and we're really excited to have you back. I also want to wish a happy birthday to Joyce, um, who's out there. I forgot to do that at the beginning of the show. Um, So let's wish a happy birthday to Joyce, guys, okay? Happy birthday to Joyce. Happy birthday, Joyce. (laughs) There you are. (laughs) See, she's going to kill me. But anyway, what I wanted to do was, um, I know, I know. I told her I was going to put her on the spot. But Shlomo... Um, Let's call her up and wish her in person. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. Wait, I should call her. If I had her call number, her. we could... Wait, wait. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, Joyce, um, I know you're listening. Give me your, give me your, uh, give me me a number to call you at. We're going to put you on the radio right now. I'll call you on the radio. You're listening. Great. Type in a number for me to call you at right now. 
<laughs> she's going to tell me she's driving, right? <laughs> oh, wait. Here we go. Okay, we're going to call her. Hold on a second. She actually gave me a number. Oh, my God. Great. This is great. Wait a minute. Just something fun we can do. Hold on a second. Um, All this know. excitement on air. I don't know if I'll be able to fall asleep tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call her. Wait a minute. Okay, hold on a minute. Um, we're calling her. <laughs> ah, the troublemakers. <laughs> yes. Let's wish well, her that's happy very, <laughs> very, very sweet of you, all my dears. <laughs> Can I guess Thank are you doing it again? Congratulations. Joyce is in San Diego, guys, and. Shmama, you need to open up in San Diego. Well, that's my old stomping oh, yeah. grounds. I lived in San Diego for seven years. Wow. Oh, that's great. Hey. Yeah, no, come down. There's lots of there's lots of growth. We know. And there's She's there's, down there uh, near there's Delmar the beach and Solana Beach. Yep. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, you there's know some that good area. venues. There's there's a good venue in Solana Beach, you know. The belly up. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Of, there's a lot of. There's a lot of spots. Lot, lot, lots to do it down here. Yeah. Very, very, uh, very uh, busy area on the coastline. Mm-hmm. Got casinos. You got outdoor shows. You got indoor shows. Oh yeah. Yeah. Got, got, got over a lot of concerts. Mm-hmm. A lot of lot, lot, lots, lots going on this summer with the, between the races and the concerts after the races and everything on Cedros. Very active area. Wow. Shlomo, you got to go to San Diego. <laughs> All right. The pressure's on. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, uh, hoping, for wishing me a happy birthday. birthday. Everyone, happy birthday. <laughs> the best, the best. Rock and roll. Thank you we so much. Uh, very sweet. <laughs> thank you, Holly. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. <laughs> and um, you have a really good day. Do you want to listen or do you want to um, listen on the air? Do you want me to mute you or what do you want to do? No, I can no, I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just be. I, I'm running around, so I just you tap, you tapped into my timeline really good, but I'll be listening. Okay. <laughs> All right. Happy birthday, Joyce. We love thank you. Thank you. Oh, okay. thank you guys. Thank you. All, All right. right. Enjoy. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. That was so fun. That was so that fun was to great. be able to call her. It was not great. That yeah. Was great. I love that. She's a really great person. Um. And lives down there in San Diego. San Diego is just so beautiful because Shlomi, you know, I originally lived at the beach in Seal, so I used to go up and down the highway there to Newport and that whole area. And really, San Diego would be so awesome for the next I just winery. Do, I just couldn't do the driving. Well, I, I do. Start, I, I do start, it down I PCH. Sitting in traffic. I was. I don't in sit in traffic, honey. Take PCH everywhere. <laughs> Go on ocean. You don't want to drive on the freeways, damn it. (laughs) I'm a a, a city rat. You're a city rat. I know you are. Sounds like me. So Spencer's in New York. Shloma's in New York. I'm in wine country. What a perfect show, the city winery. Well, Um, talking about wine, Holly, let's bring up wine and cheese with City Winery, right? Yeah, uh, I want to hear about the wine and cheese show with Bob Ruin that we did. Yeah, 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 because today's perfect for Sean and John's birthday, and Bob was considered their John's real 
intimate personal photographer. So hey, that, that, was, that was that was a great thing. I mean, we we uh, we Bob grew in and the city wanted to have a special relationship. But you know, he's he's for those who don't know, he's a rock and roll um, animal. I mean, he he mm-hmm. he shot everyone, and uh, he had a really special relationship with with John and Yoko, and and kind of became their confidant and, and really got to spend and, and, and uh, document some really special moments in their own privacy um, in John and Yoko's apartment and, and some great photos came out of it and um, you know with City Winery we, we like to uh, to uh, emphasize and to uh, highlight the synergy between uh, you know the food and wine and music aspect it's all playing on our senses just different type of senses and we did a real cool thing in New York where we basically took a, uh, a sommelier, Jean-Luc Ledoux, who owns, uh-huh. probably, uh, who owns Ledoux Wines uh, in New York and really is uh, an amazing expert in, uh, uh, on wine and also a huge fan of music. And we paired him with Bob Gruen. We basically had them both on stage right. uh, and took... Wow. Twelve iconic photos that Bob took over the years, and Bob was kind of giving some insight to the crowd about where this photo was taken of John right. or, or where this photo was taken in in, in Long Island with, with Debbie Harry, um, and some insight about the story. And then Jean-Luc uh, would go on and, and, and actually chose uh, a wine to go with the photo. So. Wow! You know, if it was uh, if it was uh, uh, Tina Turner, he has one iconic photo of Tina Turner, and kind of it's a uh, spontaneous, uh, robust uh, uh, photo. Then Jean-Luc kind of tried to to uh, take those those adjectives and, and and kind of pair that with a wine. And tell you what, even those who even those who are in the room who who didn't get it after the three or four first glasses of wine. You know, you t- you tend to be a little more open, as they say, and have a little more fun. The 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 more pairings we did, so by the end of the night, everyone had a really blast and 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 really just give an insight behind uh, a really great artist um, while tasting some great wine. So, the, you know, we try to do more of those. We we actually did a really cool one with Michael Dorf, the owner and and the founder of City Winery, where um, we paired uh, eight wines with eight movies by Spike Lee and Spike Lee was present. So again, we had Spike and Michael on stage, uh Spike showing a clip from his new movie and describing a little bit about the scene and then Michael going on and 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 pairing it with a wine and we actually took that show on the road and did two shows in New York and two shows in Napa and two shows in Chicago and a show in Nashville. Um again, just another kind of outside of the box type of programming that we try to uh push as much as possible. Yeah. Wow. Why don't we talk about, first of all, how City Winery came to be and then how, um, and, and the players in this, and then how you got Carnegie Hall and how it merged on to go into Chicago, Napa, Nashville, and Atlanta. Well, you know, when when you open up a business, no matter what the business mm-hmm. is, uh, the chances are against you. And I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, you know, business owners out there that kind of are, are shaking their head. We know how it is. I mean, the statistics are pretty overwhelming. Uh, the chances are against you, and we definitely did not come up with the concept of a kind of dinner theater type of venue. 
but I think we opened up, uh, and the timing wasn't great. I mean, we opened up in 2009, uh, and, and when the when the kind of big economic crush came, uh, and it was felt mainly in New York, but all over the world. Um, you know, we opened up, and and what what I like to attribute to the success of City Winery was that you know we just had some really great people on board, and and I think we had the priorities in the right place. You know, most places from my experience that are um, like city winery, meaning they serve food during a show, are really driven by a restaurateur. And as a result, uh, some of the nuances that, that have to do with putting on a show, such as treating the artist well and making sure that the crowd is respectful and and that you actually have good food and good service and that if you're sitting right next to the stage while ricky lee jones is performing that no one's going to start arguing with you or explain to you the you know the intricates of the, of, of the of that specific dish and i think we opened up with some kind of music oriented people which really kind of helped uh, set the tone and, and really trying to and we're, and as a result we were able to get some talent that would never ever consider play playing in in, in a place with serves that serves food if it's uh, Marin Faithful or Ricky Lee Jones or Natalie Cole or, you know, Crosby, Stiller, Nash. Um, these are all folks who, who just play theaters or, or big venues. So, um, you know, that that was that really went for us. You know, we, we're in New York. That was helpful. We have – there's a lot of great artists here. You know, we, we really provide a great experience, and we don't compromise any aspect of it. I mean, we – have some great wine. The fact that we make wine in New York may sound completely outrageous, but we actually do it. You know, we bring grapes from all over the world, from North America, from South America, and we make the. I mean, just today, we, uh, I volunteered for an hour helping our winemaker sort through uh, almost five tons of grape that arrived this morning. Isn't the crushing um, part the fun part? Isn't that great? Doing it's, that? it's definitely fun. I mean, you know, anytime it's harvest you, again, time here or in Sonoma, yeah. so you know. I mean, anytime you have a about. chance to use more than one sense, I mean, yep. to feel the grapes in your hand, yeah, and to sort through them, it's a really cool experience that, unless you're in wine country, for the most part, you don't get to experience. No, and, and you know they have a blessing grapes. of the grapes here, Shlomo. There you they go. have a blessing <laughs> of the grapes, which is amazing, and then they have who, the grape stomp. Here. Do, you, do you do a little prayer to Lord Grape? In uh, the blessing of the olive oil. Oh, yeah, to Lord Grape. No, um, they have um, different people where they come out and they bless the grapes and the vineyards, and um, then they do the grape stomp, where um, we try to put everyone in city uh, in white T-shirts, and then by the time they get out, they've got a T-shirt, and every year they save it, and it's stained with the grape stains from the year of the uh, stomp. Isn't that isn't that kind of cool? Yeah, that kinda... same stain. That same stain, if uh, if was was done by uh, some kind of uh, you know fashion designer, could have probably yep. brought up a, a price tag of a thousand dollars for that T-shirt. Uh, isn't that crazy? Yeah, no, but um, you know, it, it, it's and, and we still have people coming in asking, you know, uh, uh, do, how do you how do you make the the grape? Do you do do you stomp the grapes like I Love Lucy? Um, no, or, you know. Uh, but anyway, so so you know, that, that, those combination of things and and really some great people on board and and uh, Spence could could attest to the fact that um, 
you know, we really you walk into City Winery, and and I I see that in other businesses as well. If I walk into a music venue, or walk into a place, and I see happy servers, happy bartenders, happy door people, there's you you you, you could tell when someone is enjoying their job. Uh-huh. Yeah, I could tell you. I could tell you that being down there uh, every time. I, I really mean this from my heart. Every time I've been there, I'm well taken care of. Um, the food is always good. And that's, oh, don't and even that's go there. That's thing I want to bring up. <laughs> I want to bring up something about. And Holly, you'll mm-hmm. get into this. You know, I know that. But every place I go to music venues to review for radio, the, uh, City Winery is on the top of the list. I mean, you, mm-hmm. and when you have good food. You can enjoy the show, and that, that's yeah. part of what it's all about, right? You know, it's uh, that's definitely part of what it's all about. You know, you enjoy mm-hmm. wine, food, in a in a place, and see music. But I've been to venues where the music, the food is terrible. I swear to God. Yeah, I mean, because I'm a lot of times you put it, you put on a show, and people feel like just because you're putting a show, it's a, you, you need to compromise the other experiences. But mm-hmm. but you know, like you said, Spencer. I mean. If 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 you do a good job and and you you go through the fundamentals right and you, and you and like an like an Apple product we always like to kind of compare us to to Apple where it's not only just nice from the outside but if you open up and you look at the screws everything is kind of all uh, tightly put together and, and and aesthetically nice I mean the 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 ticket holders feed into it the artists feed into it. The employees feed, in, feed into it, and as a result, you know, people start coming to us and saying, "Hey, you know, we want a place like this and a place next to us." You know, um, you know, Boston would be a great place. Atlanta would be a great place. Chicago would be a great place. And everyone wanted a place like this. So eventually, when we kind of had our roots set in New York, we um, we started tackling some of the other ideas for for some other venues, and and Chicago was our next. Opened up in uh, 2012, and in the West Loop downtown, in, in a kind of up-and-coming place, we we bought the property and we've turned that into a, again another musical haven, and 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 that's that place is jamming. I mean, we're we're doing 320 plus shows in every single market, um, wow. with with some great shows put on all the time. So. That's fun, and you know, from from my side, you know, I used to be just booking New York. Now we have a talent buyer, or the the booker, or the person who buys the talent in each city. But for me, I, this is this is you know so much fun for me to be able to now start coordinating these these multi-city tours. It used to be just mm-hmm. one-offs in New York, and now I could come to an artist and say, hey, why don't you? Just example, you know, next year we haven't even announced it yet. We're we're doing an exclusive city winery tour with Marin Faithful. She's coming from oh, England. Oh, how cool! She's gonna be doing three nights in three nights in New York, day off, travel day, day off, three nights in Chicago, day off, going wow. to Nashville, then going to Atlanta, then going back home. So you know, I I I went down. I was at City Winery when she played and. And our manager was running up to me, and he knew I designed for Lou Reed. And he says, Spencer, you've got to meet Marianne. She loves Lou Reed. It was a big moment in my life. I mean, this woman is an incredible person. She's, yeah. the, only, she's the only one who still comes on stage and just sparks up a cigarette on stage during the show as if it's completely normal, you know. A re- little reminder of how it was just not too long ago. But, you know, she, she, she you know, that marches to her own drumbeat for sure. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. You know, with all the different locations, I want to say each venue has its own feel. 
right? Um, from what I've seen on the website and from what I've looked at, it just everything has its own feel. And from going to the one in uh, Napa, I can, and then looking at the pictures in New York, and then seeing the pictures in uh, Nashville and Chicago, every one of them are just so different, and yet well, they all have that really um, amazing, cutting-edge food. Um, great talent, um, great, you know, just the whole atmosphere, Spencer. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm, happy, you know, I'm, I'm amazing. glad you brought that up. I mean, but, but that's all by design, you know. And any time mm-hmm. you have a small business that kind of starts growing and you and you and you start opening up other locations, you you're always going to kind of have that challenge of of not wanting to become this kind of cookie cutter. Uh, type of uh, business, you know, and and we were in a crossroads, and we still are, where you say to yourself, okay, do you want to be like a hard rock, where every hard rock you go into, it's, it has the same photos, the same menus, you know, the same exact look, which has its own appeal, or do you want to create something that just the one consistent thing is really the spirit of the place, you know, we, in all of our venues, you know, we focus on intimacy and we focus on warmth and uh, some kind of staple items, but really giving the local chefs the ability to kind of source from their own, uh, you know, uh, from from their own uh, close environment. And um, you know, the, the the management is kind of obeys the same type of kind of uh, the same type of things. But but for the most part, we wanted to people to walk in to say. It feels like a city winery, but not have that automatic. Oh, this looks exactly like New York. And and every single space, like you mentioned, has its own uh-huh. feel, design. Feeling. I mean, it, ha- it has the same elements. Yeah. Like I said, it has the restaurant, it has the winery where we make wine, it has the bell room. In all of them, we have this beautiful signature um, a stairwell, all all made of uh, wine, empty wine bottles. Um, you have our kind of separate restaurant, but for the most part, it's it, it's really its own unique thing, and 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 that's and I really really hope for ourselves um, that that we'll continue that and will not become this kind of repeat type of business. And it's it's You're more right. challenging and it's harder because you know you want to sustain growth, but you also want to be able to um, create a continue that unique boutique feel. To go the extra mile. Uh, I wanted to ask you a, yeah. about a couple of uh, events you're coming up. But you, you have a series mm-hmm. of events with Greg Allman, for instance, that's very heavy coming up, right? I mean, that, Greg Allman. I mean, that, that's been on my hit list for five years. You know, I don't know if you, uh, for those who are outside New York, the Allman Brothers have been doing a ten or seven, eight, nine, ten night run every year at the Beacon Theater for years. I think maybe fifteen or yeah. twenty years. And uh, last year was. Um, the last year that they did it, so uh, this pending offer that we had for Greg for almost five or six years um, finally kind of was able to come to fruition, and and right. to be able to get an artist like Greg, who is such a you know big artist who never plays Amazing. clubs, clubs yeah. this small, yeah. um, and of course uh, I'm not proud to say it, but it just shows how big the demand was. Our, our website completely crashed. <laughs> for, for, for almost a full day, and again, not something that we're, we're proud That's of, but just shows. That's amazing. You know, you know, he was just here. He was just here last weekend playing. 
here wow, in town. Great. Greg Allman with uh also with uh Ringo Starr, Pablo oh, cool. Cruz, um the Doobie oh, Brothers. Hard. Um Ed, uh who was Edgar Winter. Um or Johnny Winter, sorry. One of them. I can't remember. There were just so many people here. It was crazy. It was the Harvest Festival. Wow. That was beautiful. What a concert. <laughs> and and Greg played Shlomo and anybody else. And he's well. and it's a full band, you know, and, and it's a, we, yep. we're a small stage. People are willing to pay a lot of money to see it. And, and Greg, is, so this is just an example of, you know, people like to ask me, you know, who would you like to see, who have, who do you, would you like to see on stage? And I, yeah. and I And I answer, you know, a simple, very naive Answer response. I say I would like to see everyone, and I and I, I some people call me delusional, mainly the agents <laughs> and and managers who <laughs> say there's no way in hell that's happening. But um, it, the way I see it, it's just a matter of finding the right scenario. And I'll give a small example. This year, we had three artists that are on my top all-time list to have played City Winery, and all three artists I've tried to get in. So many times, and every time there was a hell no, you know. They only play theaters, only play theaters. And uh-huh. here, here, I'm going to give three examples of it wasn't a full-on proper show, but it was a show. So first one, James Taylor. James Taylor played City oh, Winery. Oh, that's amazing. It was, wow. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it was an afternoon concert. And, yes, it was under the umbrella of CBS, who we do an ongoing um, series. So instead of them hosting an artist in their studio, they invite about 150 people to come see a show in the middle of the, in the in the afternoon at City Winery. But James Taylor was supposed to do just do two songs, did an almost an hour of a set. Oh wow! You know, I guarantee wow. if that was he through the, you know, the normal channels, yeah, that would never happen. Then we had right. another one. You know, Emily Harris and Rodney Crowe put together a, a wow. fantastic. That's heavy album this year together that they've been working on for a long time and um the angle for that one was hey they're going to come back in november and they actually just played the beacon beacon theater in new york but let's do a radio tour so they played all four city wineries we basically tied in a different radio partner in each city so in nashville was sirius xm and new york it was wfuv and then that was the angle to get that one. And, and you know, so those are just some examples of, uh, and then another one from two years ago, we had Neil Young play a, a semi-private yep. slash public event. You know, I that's another that. one where, you know, yes, you know, his agent, he was a hell no. You know, it's, so, so going full circle, you know, Greg is just one of those names who, who I feel is was on was on our our, our list and uh, just another kind of feather on our hat and uh, and I'm sure that's going to open up you know a, a new door. I mean I'm I'm really hoping that having Greg play this year in New York um, is going to result in next year maybe doing ten year ten nights with Greg next year right. in New York and maybe doing other right. cities. That'd be amazing. Maybe that's going to open Great up idea, for yeah. you know uh, uh, Warren Haynes. We've been wanting to get Warren for a long time and. Warren, Warren has been reluctant to play City Winery, but you know people like Warren say, "Hey, if Greg plays, why can't I?" You know, That's you amazing. have. Uh, I want to bring up some artists. You there are two artists which are really very close to Alan Toussaint and Robin Hitchcock, which you're having there. And Alan Toussaint is amazing, right? I mean, he's just 
he's like a music god to me, right? Um, in some sense, you I know. Mean, he is, and 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 you know what? Uh, each venue, and especially a venue like City Winery, we have a responsibility to kind of to have these legends come back and play, and let as many people as possible know who these people are, because. You know, if you're a music guy, you know who Alan Toussaint is, but uh, I want the average Joe to know who Alan is, and right. all you need to do is spend 10 minutes in front and see him. You know, he first of all, he if if you ever seen Alan, he's one of the best dressed people you've ever seen. I mean, he, he it's it's diamond studded jackets and these beautiful wow. what put together. You know, he's always looks. Oh, that's you know, great. Uh, he looks like you know like a true <laughs> New Orleans. I know. Well, I don't know if it's real diamonds, but 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 they but they have some bling for sure. Um, I so, want you know, so, someone, someone like Alan, someone like Sam Moore from Sam and Dave, which right. I, it always blows my mind that we don't Jesus. sell him out right off right off the bat because it's Sam and Dave. I mean, he's right. they're Classic. one of those artists where if you 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 play the song, people know the song, but they don't mm. always make the association with the artist. Um, and then someone like Robin, who is just out there. Actually, he's doing two sh- two shows later in the month in New York, but he's playing tonight as part of the Catman of Wonders show, which is kind of like a cool variety wow. show. Eugene Meerman and a bunch of other you know poets and, and, and writers, and, and it's a really cool show. Um, and actually, I just talked with him during Soundcheck today. Uh, he would be perfect for our next Carnegie Hall show, which we're doing March 31st. Uh, and... Um, uh, it's going to be the music of David Bowie. Oh, cool! Oh, you're kidding! Excellent. So, that's excellent. Um, you know, we're just starting oh, to work wow. on that, and that's going to be exciting. Um, but again, you could find. You know what I want to bring in? Also, you also have movie events. People don't know you have some movie events. Like I was at Chris Franz. You had Stop Making Sense. You had another movie from Nashville. Uh, you know, you bring in certain movie things, right? Into well, your the mov- movies are, are really kind of uh, uh, again. What, uh, and most theaters. How many times you've gone to a theater, and you just you forgot to eat, or you're you're hungry and you're stuck with you know popcorn and some chocolate, which is great on its own. But you know uh, the theater is another kind of type of uh, environment where you normally do not get to see um, uh, to get to eat and drink uh, while you're watching a movie. Also, you know when you're watching unless a, you're in a, California. Well, there's well, you could do a drive-in, or there's a place in Brooklyn that actually serves food and, and beverages. But uh, another thing, you know, if you're going seeing a rock and roll uh, documentary in a theater, it's never loud enough. Amazing. You know, I, yeah, I want to yeah. hear I want to hear totally. a rock and roll documentary, you know, through rock and roll speakers. Um, yeah. So you know, we've we've been doing that, and and we try to tie in again, make it a unique experience. So um, you know, I know Charles Bradley. Uh, I just talked with someone who saw him play hardly strictly bluegrass over the weekend and said that their, their mind were blown and and uh we actually last uh year he he put out a great documentary i mean if you guys are not familiar with charles bradley he's a probably in his early 60s soul singer who just mm-hmm. completely went under 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 discovered and and was picked up by the same folks who managed sharon jones and the dap kings and antibalas and if you guys want to see what expression is and how raw feelings are transcended through music, just click Charles Bradley and look online. The guy has more emotion in his face than 
the world combined. I mean, uh, so uh, so we brought him over and we did a cool Q and A with him and the director before we showed the movie, or you know, we d- we we actually um, streamlined uh, uh, streamed the 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 dead shows from Chicago. Wow. Uh, over venues, so you know, for those who were not fortunate enough to be one of the half a million people who saw the dead over. I don't know the, the the few days that they played there, were able to kind of jam on and and swirl uh, at City Winery. So that was a, kind of a cool. That's that's of, amazing. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you know, know it's interesting. Stop that's making amazing. sense meant a lot to me because you know I, I design co-design with Talking Heads and uh, Chris Franz and Tina Weymouth did a Q and A, and that was just a great experience for me. I mean, with the movie, you know, the Q and A thing. You know, oh yeah, that yeah, was. yeah, yeah. We did that a while ago. Again, it, it, it's again, it's, it goes back to our responsibility to put together some really cool stuff, and we're so lucky in all our venues that we have this kind of um, uh, we have this this uh, repertoire, and, and and people know that we do cool stuff. So a lot of stuff that maybe other venues or promoters would be hesitant to put on, um, the fact that we have so much under our belt, where people just kind of at this point trust. What we curate, which is ultimately the the, it's really the ultimate uh, compliment, when you're able to put a show that that normally people would not run and go see, but they 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 say, oh, you know what, I like almost everything I put out there. So what what they put out there, so I'll go check it out. And I love getting emails from people or walking around the venue and and having people say, oh, I love this guy. You know, I never heard about him before. You know, so those those are some of the small. Uh, fun things that that we get to experience. Now you have Ronnie Spector there, right? You're gonna have Ronnie Spector at we do, and we're, You know, we've had Ronnie over the past five years. Again, someone who, you know, everyone knows the Renettes. Not everyone, but if you hear their songs, you know, uh, now Phil Spector, responsible right. for almost every single great <laughs> record ever produced. And, you know, in the '60s and '70s, even though he's a, you know, a monster. Um, so, yeah. so Ronnie, we've we've been doing this kind of ongoing show and trying to develop the, her one, her kind of uh, solo show, which is behind the the Beehive, which just kind of tells the story of Ronnie through throughout the years, and and is a great show. But the the show that you're talking about, Spencer, is actually a show that I'm very proud of. Um, Ronnie's been doing her Christmas show in BB Kings and elsewhere yeah. for the past twenty something years, and this is the first time that we get to host. Um, the Christmas show. So that, she's doing Great. two nights, um, and again, a fantastic show. She still has the Beehive, and she still has some great chops and a good band behind her. So that's amazing. That's so yeah. amazing to be able to bring something like that to people. You know, right. I want to say really quick again, if you're um, if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available on iTunes afterwards, and on demand on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio under the Indie Cafe. And if you'd like to call in, the number we're going to be on the air for a little bit for a little bit more three four seven six seven seven one zero three six. And um, again, we have the City Winery with Shlomo Libitz, and we have Spencer Drake, the Indie Cafe, and myself, Holly Stuffy. So <laughs> I just say he's all on the air here. You know, it's like hello. You need, to, find, you need we, to find someone to introduce you. You know, that's that's. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> we're like. We're by coastal baby, so you guys are on New, on, no. on New York. I'm right. here 
in California, so we're talking here about everything. And um, I hear uh, you guys, you know, with with the shows and stuff that you do, it's so different because it's really amazing that you can have. That's the one thing I miss about the East Coast is the culture. You know, we do have a lot of culture out here on the California coast, and we do have a lot of great music. But to see a show in New York and also to see it in a venue such as the City Winery, which is an iconic venue anyway, and then for you to bring great people in there, it's just it's just amazing, you know, for a lot of people. So I think that this is something that should be on a list for people they have to go check it out. And what's great about it? In general, about it, you know, go out, consume music. I mean, this is a great yeah. time for music. Yeah. I mean, the, the the same artist, if you took them 10, 15 years ago, half of them would not mm-hmm. be touring. But because, the, you know, the, the 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 amount of albums that people sell is so low, a lot of these artists are forced to tour. And as a yeah. result, the only people that are benefiting is us, you know, consume music. I've... I, this past week, I saw a show at Carnegie Hall. I saw a show at Bowery Ballroom. I saw a show at Webster Hall. I saw a show at Terminal Five, and last night I was at, at, at Radio City. And then there's, <laughs> I mean, so you know, that, it, it's corruption. You know, it, it's 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 right. over, but it's it's great. I mean, and really really cool stuff is going on right now, and and not just at City Wine, but everywhere. I mean, live music is is really. It, it, it's you know, so many, t- so many times I got yeah. turned off by artists because I heard their mm-hmm. overproduced album. Um, and sometimes when you're in in the studio, you overthink it and you overthink it and you put layers of layers of production over that you really cannot tell who these artists are. And then you see them live and my mind is blown. I'm like, why don't they put on a live album? You know, because mm-hmm. they sound so much better when they're spontaneous and they're relax and they're you know they're feeding off the crowd so we love I mean, I, I was at Bowery Shows Electric that. last night and I and I uh-huh. saw this group called, called uh, you got to check out this group Shlomo they call the Every Others they're amazing they Mick Rock shot them and my friend Roddy Bogwa is doing a video on them they're an amazing group never saw them before they were at Bowery Electric last night but you know it's like every club has a different ambiance you know the Bowery Electric Retric uh, with Jesse Malin trying to bring back punk era, and they're doing a great job. And uh, I, I always call City Winery the quality club. <laughs> That's what I use. <laughs> but it is because you really have a high-quality line. You know, Shlomo, you're not like a funky club. You're more like a high-quality line, quality musicians. Quality uh, we fill we fill a niche. I mean, there's a niche for everything. You know, if I want to yeah. get down mm-hmm. and dirty and, and, and dance and... And, and bang my head and fogo dance and kick kick the chairs down. Then maybe City Winery is probably not the best best place. But there's room for everyone. That's what's so great yeah. about New York. I mean, there are some shows where I would not want to see them at City Winery, and I don't get insulted when they say, you know, we can't play City Winery because right. it's not yeah. the right vibe. But you know, like I said before, it's just a matter of time, and and um, it's just about being comfortable with your own outfit and. In the and, right place, and, and, and the right place, mm-hmm. and, and knowing what what you're trying to do, and working with the people around you to to really give a great experience again. And then, uh, you know, there are some people, especially the demo that we try to hit, you know, which is kind of the slightly older demo. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to go. You know, I like to tell the story when I, after my first year in, at City Winery, I was you know there every single night. Um, we put on 
a lot of shows, and, and one of the things that we do is we try to have all the shows start around the same time, 8 o'clock and doors at 6. And I happen to have a day off, and I go see a show at Bowery, and, um, you know, the show is advertised as an 8 p.m. show. So, I, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I live on the edge. I'll show up at 8 o'clock. I show up at 8 o'clock to a sold-out show. There's not a single soul in the room. Like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> and I have, to go to the, I have to go to the sound man. It's like, is, is, is the show still going on? It's like, yeah, but the opener's not going on until 9. You know? <laughs> um, and, and then the headliner didn't go until 10.30, and by the time you know it, it's 12 o'clock, and you have to wake up the yeah. next day. And I sound like an old geezer, but you know what? No. Some. Uh, sometimes I just want to know when the show starts, and I want to know that by 10:30 I'm I'm I'm, right. I'm I'm onward. And a lot of the older demo, they just don't have this time to just sit around and stand for two and a half hours listening to the mm-hmm. stereo system, you know, playing and not seeing the artist. Now, now I'm I'm I'm, I'm knowledgeable enough, and I actually am connected to actually call the promoter or email the promoter and ask him, can you please tell me when the exact set times is? Right, I exactly. wish that was a public available information because, you know. And, I, and so that's another example, you know, why if you're specific uh, of a specific age or a specific demo and you're a specific artist, it's nice to have some of your expectations managed in that regard. But then again, sometimes I want to let go and I want to have a long night. So then that's a perfect opportunity well, you, to go you, see a show. You're always on time. I mean, I like going to you because you really have a good timing of the show, it starts at eight or nine or whatever, and then. Spencer, we know we know your we know your routine by ten thirty. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if, you don't, if somebody doesn't sing the lolly by you and you have your That's covers so over you, you, you get very grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I wanted to ask you, Shlomo, was, did you, I know that you're really into you um, also play baseball? Um, so I want to give a little background on yourself here. Um, how did you decide that you wanted to get into doing, you know, booking talent, being involved, being because this is really fun for you. I can hear that you really are very passionate about what you're doing. Two words: Craigslist. Believe it or not. Craig- <laughs> <laughs> no joke. You know, I moved. I moved yeah. to New York. From, I moved to New York from San Diego. I didn't know what the uh-huh. hell I wanted to do. I wasn't making a million dollars a year playing baseball. Um, I uh, I was lucky enough to have a uh, a server job that that paid me pretty well, and and I was just you know my 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 old girlfriend said Shlomo, what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm grown up. I don't want to do. So she asked a simple question, What do you like? I'm like, Well, I don't know. I like music. So I went and and went online and Craigslist, and I and I happened to find uh, this listing saying you know this small Jewish music label. Uh, is looking for an intern, and that was Michael, because Michael, it was after he sold an ending factory and before he opened up City Winery, and I went in, wow. into his small office in Tribeca, and uh, he had a small Jewish music label with two really obscure artists by the name of Hannah wow. Rothman and Farah's daughter, and, um, you know, I was started two week, two days a week, and then I said, you know what, let me just, let me give it all. It ha- there was zero... Leads that would were zero signs that would have led me to believe that this is going to develop into anything. And after a year in which my parents, my girlfriend, everyone's like, "Man, you've been going for this internship for five days a week. What are you going to do with this? If there's no prospects." And I went back to Israel for a vacation. Lo and behold, Michael sends me a note saying, 
hey, I'm opening up the Space City Winery. Do you want to get on board? And I had no experience oh, wow. whatsoever. And, you know, he's been my mentor. And, uh, again, very lucky to be in a business that that um, uh, that allowed me to, to, to get to where I'm right now, which is just, and you know. And you're creative with it. And, you, and it helps you having, expand your creative outlet. I love my job. I love, my job. I love the people That's around awesome. me. Anyone who shit talks the music industry, you know, or, or thinks that musicians are, are, are snobs or, 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 or horrible people, I can tell you they're awesome people. I cannot, you yeah, know, I just are. had an interview a couple of weeks ago where someone was telling me, just tell me some juice, you know, tell me some, some horror <laughs> stories about artists. I'm like, I don't have any, you know. <laughs> I'm, sure when, I'm sure when some of these artists were, you know, stadium acts like Todd Rundgren and they were, you know, uh, drowning in piles of cocaine and, and, and cash, I'm sure they're a little asses, but you know. But now they're they're, they're lovely people. <laughs> yeah, everybody's I mean, got I, a past. I've met, I've met you know? musicians that play there, and they all <laughs> love your place. And and I, I want to say something, uh, being an outsider, that uh, saying that, and in the music business, I'm saying that that Sh- Shlomo, you have a great taste, and that makes it very important to the music area and other areas, of course. But your your music taste is. Uh, I don't know what the word is. It's incredible because you do choose great musicians, new ones and established, and that's a big thing with me. And I, I just want to tell you that. I never had a chance to tell you that, but I want everybody to know that. So when you but go Spencer, there, Spencer, yeah, I already, I Spencer, I already added you to the guest list tonight. Why are you off to say these? <laughs> no, this is from my heart. Spencer. You know, Spencer, uh, you're on the guest me. list. Don't worry. Next, oh my next God. glass of wine oh is on God. me, my friend. No, I'm just kidding, guys. But Am thank I you. on the guest it. list too, Shlomo? Sure. If you ever make it to New oh, York. Of course. Holly's always on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Except fly there now. People are asking here, me, who's this Holly person? You know, you've had her on the guest list for four years now. My God. Yeah, where is she? <laughs> you have to come here, Holly. Guilt, guilt. Uh, you have to come to New York. You have to come I to New have York. to go there. You know, I want to ask Shlomo really quickly. Um, I know that you've mentioned a lot of the really amazing people that have played there and some really great stories that go along with it. But I know that you've got some experiences that probably really warmed your heart and really like being able to listen to sound checks and meet these pe- meet meet artists and and talk to them as we both have. You know, both Spencer and I have too, and a lot of the people that. You, we you've had play your plays have been on the show here, so I totally get it when you're talking about they're really they really is there's a lot there behind the person just not just the music they all have a story and a life. Um, have you had any experiences that you want to share with our listeners? And I'm not asking for bad stuff like your uh, <laughs> give me some dirt. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like. You know, any, like, aha moments for you that really stand out, that really were very touching to your heart with any of your artists that played? Oof. Um, you know, just, uh, I don't know if this kind of qualifies uh, in what you're looking for, but just uh, the most recent example. We just had um, um, Anne from uh, from the band Heart. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, you know, um she, you know, she Ann Wilson. I mean, she's she's fantastic, and and Amazing. I got to introduce. I got I, I was introduced to her when um, she performed last year, and uh, as part of our Paul Simon tribute, which that's a segue to uh, the the final song that's coming up. Uh, you see, how, you saw how, how I tied that in. Paul actually um, uh, produced 
the artists that we're closing, produce the album uh, of the artists that we're closing the show with. And um, I sat with her uh, in the afternoon doing a sound check. Uh, it was just the day before yesterday. And uh, just hearing someone like Ann Wilson, who, who's performed with everyone in every single stage, kind of recalls uh, the, the, how cool her experience was uh, playing at Carnegie Hall and being part of that that show, um, and just being able to have that kind of conversation with her was something that's that was special for me. Um, uh-huh. And and you know we think that these artists are are, are not phased by anything, but uh-huh. it's the small things that they still love doing. And 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 being around people who've been around music and were fortunate enough to be able to make it their profession. Many of these musicians. I've never done anything else besides being a musician, which, how cool is that? I mean, that's every artist's dream. If they're a, a, a filmmaker, if they're a, a painter, if they're a musician. And some people, obviously, like Bill Withers, who was a plane mechanic until the age of 30. Um, wow. And, and never picked up a guitar. Um, uh, some people don't have that experience. But, again, th- this, these small little nuances of being able to talk with some of your uh, some of my childhood he- uh, heroes, and, and just have a normal conversation. You know, it could be about anything whatsoever. It could be about the food, about a poster that's in the green room. It could be about whatever. I mean, to be able to have that uh, from a boy who you know grew up in in Tel Aviv with one radio station and some shitty record store that 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 had some really random you know Yiddish and European albums. Uh, for me, that's 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 special. Wow. See, those are the moments that we appreciate, huh, Spencer? I mean, on our shows that we've done, we've had people come on, like, um, we, you know, just people from Joan Jett's band and, 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 and other bands, and I've had people on that just talk about things that you just would never know unless you had been there or, or they had actually wanted to experience that and, you know, share it with people so for you this must be like a dream it's like a, it's it's good for you it, it you or you're happy with your job you like what you're doing and you get to see people and you get to talk to people and get to know them on a personal level that's so cool yeah it's definitely that's, cool that's really fun that's really really fun and i know spencer you really love going to the city winery oh yeah it's a trip he's our it's biggest like champion you got great musicians playing there, Holly, you know, and I've met a lot of these musicians and especially like I met uh, Billy Gibbons there one time. That was a oh, big How thing. cool was that? That was a great show. That was a great show. That that's historic, right? I mean that's an historic show. And then the other one was Kenny uh Lenny K's Nuggets review. Oh wow. Which you had a yeah, whole that, series. that was yeah, that was just that was a, and the thing that not, I've got to tell you the thing that knocked me out, Holly. This is amazing. Who's the opening? The first person to go on stage. This blew my mind. I thought this would be like later. Patty Smith, and you know what she does? She does a version of Hey Joe. It, I fell off my chair. I never heard this, a <laughs> version like this. It's Robert Plant did it, which was another version I heard was unreal. And of course, I heard Jimi Hendrix do it. But you know, uh, but the idea she did a, a performance there, which is still in my head, Shlomo. You know, it's still in my head. You know, it's amazing. You know? Yeah, well, you know, Patty, just an inside story. You know, uh, 
to get Patty, you 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 obey their own uh, her own rules, and she just wanted right. to gonna yeah. be in and out. So she just walked in, played, and walked out. Classic mm-hmm. Patty, but you know I'll take it. Anytime we have right. her on stage, <laughs> exactly. uh, I'm thankful. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. That's great. Well, you know we both want to thank you for being here today. I um I I don't know um is there anything more that you want to talk about, Spence? Because I know that. Oh, no, it's, just, it's, on a timeline. it's an endless list with City Winery. I'm just going to stop right I know. here. Well, thank you for having me, and, you know, I'm, I'm glad to, uh, you know, once a year make my, my call and keep you guys oh, close no. on what well, we're we up to. Oh, no, we want to have oh, you on more than once You're a year, You're part of honey. the family here. Okay, you know yeah. Let's talk about the song we're going to close with today. Um <clears throat> But it's a, a great, a game. great, great yeah. folk song uh, by Jackson F. Frank. Um, somewhat a, 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 a nugget of, 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 of an artist who didn't really make as big an impact as he, he should have. Um, this the song that we're listening to is from a self-titled album, Jackson C. Frank. It's actually produced by Paul Simon, and um, was. Over the years, been covered by both Simon Garfunkel and Counting Crows and Nick Drake and uh, just a, a Laura Marling, uh, more of a contemporary artist. A really, mm-hmm. really great um, song, which I was introduced not too long ago, and um, I wanted to share it with everyone as a closing note. It's a really cool song. I listened to it. It's really cool. You're going to really like it. You know what's really cool about this show, too, is... Um, we have played as Red Velvet Media and also the Indie Cafe. We've played a lot of songs for the very first time. We've debuted them on the air. I know I did that with Collective Soul with Shane and Kelsey when they came out with their new stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's just there are so many different songs that we can play that no one's ever heard yet. And so we're so happy to be able to, play a song for the first time and I'm going to tell you a lovely day with well, a great John, song yeah, I, mean, that, I could tell you um, you will not hear that song done with that version ever again oh, no, and it's you're beautiful. the first one so, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not even supposed to put it on the air but you know special special show special song um, and it's thank a you. special day yeah we yeah, want to again day. thank everyone for listening if you missed it again, the beginning of the show, it'll be available on iTunes afterwards. And also on demand on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio under um, the Indie Cafe. And I wanted to make sure everyone knows next week we'll be on, um, I'll be on with uh, Nancy Lee Andrews. Um, I, Shlomo, do you know Nancy? I think I she's not. been to your, and she did um, a book on Ringo Starr. She she co-wrote Las Brisas with Ringo Starr. Um, when she was with him before he um, got married to his current wife. And uh, Nancy did a great book on Ringo and some really great Beatles photography. So she's going to be on next week. And, um, Spence, you know Nancy, don't you? I've heard her name, you know, but I'm not familiar with the book, but I've heard her name. Amazing book, amazing book, yeah. That's great, that's exciting, that's cool. So that'll be a fun show, but with that, we're going to end the show. Today is um, Friday, so I want to tell everyone. Thank God it's Friday. Yeah, I know, (laughs) I know. Don't drink and drive, everyone. Um, That's my one thing. (laughs) I just want to say, 
Even though we're doing a show with the city winery, just don't drink and drive. Take um, Get a designated driver. And also, Monday's a holiday, I think. Columbus Day for everyone, right? That's right. Not holiday. for me. I'm in the office. Not for me. I know a lot of people are working. I know. Yeah. Well, for those of you that have that day off, make it the best you can. And um, we are going to end the show again. And if you want to go to the city winery and look at the different venues and the different things that are going on, and what's really cool I love is you have the menu online. You can do private uh, private functions there. I saw that you do weddings. The wedding receptions that you do at the city winery are really cool. Are wonderful. I yeah, love they're really cool. Oh, my God. The pictures are amazing. You can look at the different things on the site. And, again, it's the... Um, the website, I posted that on the net. And uh, Shlomo, if anyone wants to reach you that's listening that um, would like to be considered or has a band or wants to submit or wants to maybe play or talk to you about it, how would they reach you? It's on the website, Shlomo at CityWinery.com, S-H-L-O-M-O at CityWinery.com, and our website is CityWinery.com. Uh, for all information about current and future city wineries opening in a place next to you. Yeah. All right. That's perfect. Cool. Yep. Cool. And I want to thank I want to thank your partners, um, every you know the um, people that have worked with you and and you work with. And, and my and I thank my parents and my neighbors and my friends yep. and, and my three cats. <laughs> and your cats. Yep. And your girlfriend. <laughs> Everyone. They're all on my thank you list. (laughs) I want to thank your girlfriend for getting you into the music industry. Uh, Yeah. Well, it's my ex-girlfriend now, so I'm not sure if I want to turn that. that, Well, you know what? (laughs) I I will send her a thank you. (laughs) She made a good suggestion for you to uh, get into the music industry because you're a very good asset for that. So. With that, we're going to close the show. And uh, again, thank you so much for being here. And with that, thank you, Spencer. Have thank a great you. Friday. Holly, bye. The yep. best, Shlomo. See you soon. And have Only a good day, Joyce. Call me on my birthday. Call me on my birthday. Bye. Yep. Happy birthday. Bye. <laughs> Guys, go. <laughs> bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a show. Catch a boat to England, baby, and maybe to Spain Wherever I have gone Wherever I've been and gone Wherever I have gone The blues are all the same Send out for whiskey, baby Send out for gin me and room service, honey Me and room service, babe Me and room service, well We're living a life of sin When I'm not drinking, baby You are on my mind When I'm not sleeping, honey when I ain't sleeping, Mama, when I'm not sleeping, you know you'll find me crying.
Another city, baby, another town. Wherever I have gone, wherever I've been and gone, wherever I have gone, the blues come following down. A gamble, baby. Loving's much the same. Wherever I have played, whenever I throw them dice, wherever I have played, the blues have run the game. Maybe tomorrow, honey, someplace down the line. I'll wake up older, so much older, Mama. I'll wake up older, and I'll just stop all my trying. Catch a boat to England, baby. Maybe to Spain. Wherever I have gone. Wherever I've been and gone, wherever I have gone, the blues are all the same. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.